Our head-to-head this week asks the question, should doctors recommend homeopathy? Homeopathy, the complementary practice of treating like with like, often with remedies in very dilute form, is not without its critics who say that evidence for efficacy is lacking and point out that it lacks scientific plausibility in terms of mechanism. But patients seem to want it, spending huge sums a year on pills that are likely to lack a single particle of active ingredient. I'm Richard Hurley, uh, Features and Debates Editor at the BMJ. I'm joined today by Dr Peter Fisher, who's the Director of Research at the Royal London Hospital for Integrated Medicine and longtime uh, Editor-in-Chief of the journal Homeopathy. I'm also joined by Professor Ed Ernst, who's Emeritus Professor at the University of Exeter and a writer and researcher with an interest in complementary and alternative medicine. Earlier this year, the Australian National Health and Medical Research Council reviewed the evidence surrounding homeopathic practice for many indications, and it concluded that there are no health conditions for which there is reliable evidence that homeopathy is effective. Peter, do the council's findings worry you? Yes, of course they worry me, but I don't accept them because I think their their methodology was very strange. Um, so, for instance, if you have different homeopathic treatments for the same condition, one works and one doesn't work, then they consider that they cancel each other out, but they're different treatments. Um, and then, unaccountably, they missed out at least three major reviews. It's not at all clear to me why they missed them out, but they did. Uh, and, you know, those reviews mostly show that homeopathy seems to work, particularly for upper respiratory tract infections and allergies. So, so will, the, will the conclusions of this review affect your, your work in, in any way? Uh, I don't think so. We've had you know, many criticisms in the past, um, and actually most of the, you know, the, the, the good, there's plenty of good quality evidence that says it works. So it won't, no, it won't affect my, my work, because I think it's, you know, it's, it's a poor quality yeah. uh, report. Edzard, what, what do you think about the, uh, the Australian report? Well, I, I don't know any report that is methodologically more, more sound, and um, homeopaths uh, find flaws invariably in reports that uh, produce results which they don't like. Um, they, they, they cite the famous meta-analysis by Linde, which also was published in The Lancet, and which concluded that the effects of homeopathy cannot be due to placebo, um, and they forget that Linde, a year later, uh, reanalyzed his own data and uh, came to quite a different conclusion. So I'm, I'm not surprised by the homeopathic objection to the uh, Australian report, but I think it's, it's sound. It confirms many, many other reports. Um, it, it confirms that there's no biological plausibility in homeopathy, and it confirms that the uh, uh, reliable data, the totality of the reliable data, uh, fails to show its uh, efficacy. So could you summarise for us what your impression of the state of the evidence for homeopathy is then, looking at this review and and previous reviews? My my view of homeopathy is that... um, the benefits that patients perceive are not due to the remedy, but due to other factors. They're, they're due to the consultation, they're due to placebo effects, expectation, etc., etc. Um, and there's actually trial evidence that uh, su- supports this view. 
we, we have about 250 randomized clinical trials or, or clinical trials, controlled clinical trials. Not all of them are randomized. The number actually is 400, very close to 398, I believe, randomized clinical trials. And you can verify that in the, uh, uh, from the uh, core HOM database, very easy to do. There is, there is no system, systematic review of, of, of these trials. So uh, un, unless you are aware of this database, which I, I wasn't. Are the, Peter, are there reviews of, the, of these many um, randomized trials? There are so, several, and yes. So what do, and if so, what do they show? Well, they're mixed, but on the whole, they're positive. The most recent one was published in, in a journal called Systematic Reviews in last December, December 2014. And then so there's systematic reviews of homeopathy as a whole for all diagnoses and then for specific diagnoses. And the one area, the area where it is really strong in terms of specific diagnoses is allergies and upper respiratory tract infections, where I think the, the, the conclusion of the systematic reviews and meta-analyses, I believe, is, is consistently positive. Okay. And, and uh, I'm, I'm not aware of any systematic reviews that, that actually do show that, but... Uh can always refer to, to trials that nobody knows about but, and, and, and that are on specialized databases that I don't know about. But in, in this case, I suggest you publish systematic reviews that actually do show that and that can be criticized. And, and the systematic review that you referred to from last December uh, was heavily criticized methodologically. Uh, flawed in my view. So uh, one, one can always say that there are flaws in, in this or, or that systematic review, and there will be never any flawless scientific endeavor uh, by definition. There are, there are always drawbacks and, and flaws and caveats, but it is undeniable in, in my view that the majority of the reliable data fails to show that it works. Well, I don't accept that, and I have referenced um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the systematic reviews and meta-analyses in my head-to-head uh, -head piece. So they're there, you know, and they're not in several of them. Most of them actually are freely available online. The one published last December is an, is an open-access journal. Uh, people should look at the uh, data and, and make up their own minds. Yeah, absolutely, and I think they have. Peter, the Australian Review f um, also concluded that homeopathy should not be used to treat conditions that are chronic, serious, or could become serious. Will you follow this recommendation? No, I use it in an integrated manner. Of course, I, you know, I don't hesitate to advise patients to use conventional drugs or to have surgery when it's indicated. But the fact is, you know, there are many, many patients who uh, are intolerant of drugs for whom the drugs don't work, um, and so on. And so in those contexts, I use homeopathy in an integrated manner. Of course, I'm, I'm fully qualified to, to practice medicine. I'm on the specialist register for, for rheumatology. And I use my knowledge of pharmacology. But actually, what I'm doing most of the time is not using it to prescribe medicines, but to advise patients on strategies to reduce the very heavy polypharmacy one sees you know, with depressing frequency in, in medical practice these days. And is there evidence that uh, homeopathy ca can reduce such uh, drug use? There's not good evidence. It's, it's actually a difficult thing to, to investigate, but it's something, certainly it, it, I have that impression, it is something we need to investigate. Um, 
for other forms of complementary medicine, which I use, for instance, acupuncture, there is good evidence <coughs> that it can reduce, you know, drug use. Edzard, um, many homeopathic remedies are just sugar pills, aren't they? Surely that's safe. Yeah, um, the, the, the actual remedy may be safe. The, the next big issue would be to ask whether the homeopath is safe and the, the advice homeopaths give. And uh, sadly, that is not always the, the case. If you see, for instance, that uh, during the Ebola outbreak, there was an international committee of uh, homeopaths, doctor homeopaths, I'm ashamed to say, um, who... Uh, were so convinced that uh, homeopathy would be a cure for Ebola that they traveled to Liberia and uh, tried to treat patients. Luckily, they were not allowed to. Um, but I think this little anecdote tells us how uh, outrageously uh, homeopaths overestimate their power in, in treating anything. And a, a well-researched issue here is... Um, the advice, uh, particularly lay homeopaths, give to uh, mothers not to immunize their children and use what they call homeopathic immunization in, in, uh, instead of proper immunization. And if that happens on a large scale, we, use, uh, we, we lose herd immunity and we will have all sorts of uh, diseases back, um, measles, for instance, and... Um, Obviously, that is a serious risk to uh, public health. What do you think about that, Peter? A serious risk to public health? Well, I certainly don't support, um, I'm not anti-immunisation, you know, the, the body of which I'm a member, the Faculty of Homeopathy, which has its own Act of Parliament, has a clear statement on its website, and it's in the very long-standing policy uh, that, we, that we support immunisation according to the conventional guidelines. And what do you think about people going to treat Ebola with uh, homeopathy? And well, I think it's unfortunate that there, has, there is a, uh, a, um, a, a wide division of opinion within medicine. There's a lot of alienation. People, certain people have become disillusioned um, with the, what they see as the excessively mechanistic, the excessively big pharma-dominated nature of modern medicine and, you know, unfortunately go too far in the opposite direction. So I think there is a... You know, there's a danger. There is a, a medical counterculture arising, and that's why there are a lot of uh, non-medical homeopaths around because they wouldn't exist if there wasn't the demand for them. So the, the, I agree that the, the counterculture, medical counterculture, is very dangerous. Uh, and you know, I think it is the ball is now caught to do something about that. The thing about homeopathy is that its founder Hahnemann advocated very, very, very strongly indeed to use it as a replacement of uh, of, of uh, conventional medicine um, and during his time that was quite understandable because during his time conventional medicine was outright dangerous um, but nowadays we still have a regrettable number of purists amongst the homeopaths who adhere to this gospel and, and feel that uh, virtually all conventional medicines uh, should be replaced by uh, homeopathic treatment, and they advocate it for all sorts of diseases, anything from typhus to, to, to cancer. And um, that I, I find unacceptable, and 
and I find also unacceptable the fact that homeopaths, uh, the, the more the more reasonable homeopaths amongst this um, camp, um, do not more loudly protest against this. Well, we in our trust in University College London hospitals, we have a, a large cancer centre. And we offer complementary medicine, in, including homeopathy, and have a good relationship uh, with the conventional oncologists. They send many patients not for treatment of their cancer, but for treatment of the, uh, the, the effects of the cancer, symptoms of the cancer, or very often the symptoms caused by treatments for the cancer. But this, this is a discussion about homeopathy, not about, about your center. I, I don't want to... Well, we do uh, use homeopathy in that context. You cannot deny that. Um, if, if you go on the internet, you find all sorts of uh, claims being made virtually every day that, that uh, outrageously mislead patients in the most dangerous fashion. To I agree, I agree, but that's not something specific to homeopathy. Well, it is a problem that uh, homeopathy has to tackle, and it, it's a problem that you have to discuss when you discuss the safety of, of homeopathy. As I say, the remedy may well be safe, particularly if it's highly diluted because it doesn't con contain anything active. But the, the homeopath is certainly not safe. Edzard, why, why is homeopathy so popular among the public? Well, first of all, it's not that popular. Uh, um, well, I think a billion a billion euros was spent on it in Europe last year. Um. Yeah, but in, in in this country actually, it is not that popular. In, in France, it's 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 more popular. In 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 Germany, it's more popular than in. in okay. Well, wh why is it popular in France and Germany? I I, I think it's misleading information. People, if you ask anybody in this in the street what homeopathy is. They do not know what it is. They most likely confuse it with with herbal remedies, herbal medicine, uh, which it clearly isn't, and and they have no idea about the evidence. And of course, they are also frustrated with the downsides of conventional medicine, etc. Do you agree? Well, with my that? short answer is that you know that it is remarkably persistent in the two hundred and whatever years that it's existed. Many, many other medical ideas have come and gone. Homeopathy persists and remains remarkably stable and resilient and keeps popping up in, in places you know, where you wouldn't expect it, where it doesn't have historical roots. In all kinds of places, in India, it's immensely pop popular. You have a quarter of a million practitioners. That's not patients, it's practitioners of homeopathy in India and 300 medical schools. It, uh, the BMJ's readers will be aware that there have been high-profile high campaigns to end the N NHS spending on homeopathy. Um, Peter, what, what is the future for homeopathy in this country? Well, life is tough, I would certainly have to admit that, but the, the fact is that the evidence, there is significant evidence, the plausibility issue that so often comes up, you know, that it, it doesn't work because it can't work, is, is being eroded at quite a rapid rate. Um, so perhaps, you know, we can look at things in a, in a Bayesian way. You know, if you look at, analyze things in a Bayesian way, in other words, you have a, a prior position and that is changed by evidence. If you think it's completely implausible, then you have a prior uh, belief of zero. And zero times a million is still zero. So no amount of evidence will change your mind. If you can see, well, just possibly, 
you know, it could work that way, then there is more chance for the evidence to bite and to change, change uh, positions. Uh, unfortunately, it's extremely difficult to get funding for research in homeopathy because of the, the campaign that you've alluded to. Edzard, what, what do you see as the future of, uh, for homeopathy in the, in the UK and maybe beyond? Uh, the, the only future homeopathy has is a future in the um, history books of medicine. Uh, it, it is something that should have been obsolete a long time ago, and uh, uh, 200 years of research or existence, uh, plenty of research, uh, 400 RCTs that Peter cited, I'm, I'm aware of about uh, 250, um, failed to convincingly show that it's better than a placebo. So if it looks like a placebo, smells like a placebo, behaves like a placebo, maybe it is a placebo and maybe we should ban it to the history books. Well, it doesn't seem like there's going to be much agreement here anytime soon. Read the full debate on whether doctors should recommend homeopathy on thebmj.com and please do let us know what you think by sending a rapid response.